Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X EGR Radio Podcast for you Xbox lovers. As always, we throw up the X. Yes, because we're about to throw down. I am your host, Eddie V. And with me, in my Sea of Thieves Fire Cup, ah, it's my wise Wisconsinite, Mr. Jesse Douglas. How's it going? Arr, arr, yes. And of course, Mr. Bossman himself, Mr. Corey Derrick. I'm here. I feel like I haven't been here in like on this, like on the show in particular, in like three weeks, four weeks, like a month, because like. We did like you guys did a show without me, and then we skipped a week. And then last week we did the we did the Sea of Thieves live stream, and this is like the first proper episode we've done in like like a month. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everybody, we are back. We have been busy, uh, and it's good to be back to give you guys some great Xbox news and updates and stuff. Um, but as always, we're gonna get into what's been in our arsenal, and I'm actually going to start this one. Um, so. What's been in my arsenal is Ori and the Blind Forest. I actually finished that game. And it's about time. Yes. I uh, feel like you've been playing that game for like two years. Uh, pretty much I have. Um, it's because when I got that Gears of War, uh, Ori and the Rare Replay, and then Tomb Raider came, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider was out. I'll focus more on Rise of the Tomb Raider and Gears of War. Um Two very great then, games for Xbox. Pretty much. And then I brought The Witcher 3, and yeah, <laughs> I forgot all about Ori. But I finally went back to it. I beat the game, and it is frustrating as ever. Frustrating in the point that, uh, like I talked about in past episodes, that art design is too busy. And it messes up your flow of the gameplay when you're trying to focus on your character but you gotta focus on the whole world. And since your character is too small, so much is going on, you actually lose sight of your character. So you can start dying in for like no apparent reason, uh, because you missed a time jump because um every time you finish like uh, a labyrinth in the game, you kind of have to have this action packed kind of running away segment of you if anyone who beats Super Metroid um where Samus has to try to get away um to get back to her ship that that happens like almost three times in the whole game of um of or the blind forest but there's just so much busyness going on um the the platforming is kind of fine but there's just too much when um the timing and stuff is messed up on your jumps and everything and there are some areas that that it's you're supposed to do something different or it, it changes your controls and it doesn't tell you so it gets kind of uh, infuriating and at those long end parts that if you die you have to redo that whole part again and it and it feels like you're doing four to five minutes of that whole section um if you don't if you don't pay attention if you don't get it down uh, just right but I beat it got the ending it was very charming and I'm ready to take this game off my system and focus on Oxenfree um, played Bayonetta 2 like I uh, finished that game Tales of Blossom Tale uh, well Tales of Blossom Tale um, Blossom Tale I've been playing I'm about to get into the second level of that picked up Sengoku 3 
for a switch and Gakaido, uh, Kentaro's Revenge. Um, those are two beat em ups that I'm working on for switch. Um, I plan on working on Oxafree, like I said, for Xbox One and uh, jumping into Quantum Break. Those are going to be in my next game. And last but not least, been playing Everall Aces. So that's all that's been in my arsenal at this time. What about you, Corey? What's been in your arsenal? Uh, in terms of Xbox, uh, just playing Halo 3 and Fortnite with you guys. Uh, I, look, I was trying not to get sucked into this Fortnite hype that everybody has because like this i i just i don't like to like get super hyped up for a game and then be disappointed you know and like it from everything i've heard and and you know people have kind of said this on podcasts too and whatever but like Fortnite is kind of the natural evolution of the minecraft generation where like they just kind of like moved on to Fortnite now and like i don't know like in and jesse and i have been playing some battle royale I love Battle Royale, man. I love it. Like, I I want to play, like, all the time. And I, I know there's other games that I need to be playing right now for other things, but, like, that game feels so good. And it's, it's the perfect type of game to, like, jump in, play one or two matches, and jump out. And you're done. And you feel like you just, like, ah, oh, got it out. I got everything else I needed out of this. And, like... We had some really, we had two really solid matches yesterday. Like we we came in second place. <clears throat> oh, Congrats! Sorry. Uh, yeah, we got bombarded by some rockets, and Jesse was trying to build a house over my head, and I was I was literally just like, I even like when I was editing the video today, I was like watching us and how we were doing stuff, and I was like, man, Jesse's doing a lot of work, and I'm just like crouching behind him with my shotgun, just like weaving in and out and like trying to and like jumping and stuff to like not get hit when people were shooting at us and uh and then there like the second round we did yesterday was like i was hiding behind this wall and i need like i was injured and i was trying to get to my band-aids and and every time i would hit the bumper like one one time more than i should have and as soon as i was wrapping myself in band-aids i got shot and killed and we we were like in the last twelve, but like we were doing really good yesterday. And and yeah, I mean Je- Jesse was like killing it, but like I felt like we were doing really well yesterday in terms of like hiding and trying to get in uh, positions. And Jesse really knows how to navigate the map and where stuff is. And it was like I was really learning a lot yesterday. So, uh, yeah, but I, I I'm really digging Fortnite a lot. Which I didn't think I was going to, but I am so good. And uh, we gotta, Ed, you gotta join <laughs> us some someday. Yeah, Ed, you gotta play Fortnite with us because we, we can go in a, a the three of us and in a random. It's always it's always, it's always nice. Yeah, it's always nice to have more people. Uh, <sighs> yeah, and like I wanna like maybe when we because like. Not this week, because by the time this episode comes out, I'll be at PAX, and, like, Saturday, I don't know how late we're going to get back, but, like, one one week when we're, like, super ahead on Squad Goals recordings, like, we should just stream Fortnite one night as, like, a Squad Goals. We're just going to stream Fortnite for a few hours. Yeah, that would be fun. Oh, man. And, it's just um, so much fun. And doesn't does does Moose have a a PC? Doesn't he have a PC or he's getting one? He's getting one. I know okay. him and uh, 
and a friend of NGR, Matt Phillips, is going to help him build one. Uh, okay. But I'm not sure the timeline on that. But okay, yeah, because I know, I know, like I know he was into he, he, him and Matt liked Fortnite too as well, didn't they? Yeah, uh, and I actually started playing it on PS4, but then you know on Xbox it's it's free also. So I'm like, I'm just going to download yeah. it here too because. Honestly, I just I just prefer the controller on Xbox, and I just, <laughs> to yeah. be honest, Xbox Live is a little bit more stable than PlayStation Network, um, and Fortnite runs better on Xbox, honestly, like, just, because I, I'm not trying to be, like, downing PlayStation or anything, but I, th- I think a lot of games that require online service things run better on Xbox because of how strong Xbox Live is. Oh, so. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, that that is their driving force is is being, you know, like all their, you know, all Microsoft's major titles are, you know, at some some point they're, you know, they're very online driven. So, yeah. Um, but other than Fortnite, like our shenanigans in Halo Three, I. <laughs> I Oh man, my nose is like stuffy, and it's just. It's, oh, sorry, everybody. Uh, our shenanigans and and like playing through Halo Four and now Halo Three is like. This is the best co-op gaming I've had in a long time. It's so much fun <laughs> just going through and just like hanging out with you guys, shooting shooting aliens, and just being like, oh man. And then I tried to blow Ed up with the warthog, the warthog with the <laughs> the rocket launcher on the back instead of the uh, the Gatling gun. And I hit you, but I I didn't kill you. And then you just start shooting me with go- ghost bullets. <laughs> and I'm like, stop it! I shot you once and I missed. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's some. See how they try to do. See how our boss tried to do me. Ah, uh, <laughs> I do it because it's fun. I can't help it. It's so much fun. One, at one point, I was in a ghost or. Yeah, I think I was in the ghost or something, and I was trying to navigate like through the all the obstacles, and then <laughs> Ed's in the, the warthog, and he's just barreling through and knocks me out of the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I killed you another time with accident. You might, yeah, because remember you threw that grenade yeah. or something, and I was just about to climb into a warthog, and next thing I know, I get bl- blown away. It was funny. I was like, oops. Uh, but, yeah, man, Halo Halo has just been, like, it's been scratching that itch that, like, you know, I, w- I wish, like, our schedules kind of, I wish our schedules kind of lined up more be- so we could play more because it's been, it's like Saturday nights are the days I look forward to most in the week because I know we're going to do squad goals and Halo and, you know, some Fortnite and stuff. And, and like, you know, Ed, you and I, talked about doing gears at some point uh which i'm really excited for uh yeah and uh yeah you know the division we've got division stuff coming up and it's just like i'm really excited to do all that stuff it's like the one night where i'm like eight eight o'clock rolls around nine o'clock rolls around i'm like i'm gonna shoot guys and shoot guys with my friends all right (laughs) so other people are going out to the bars on saturday and we're we're having fun playing games, right? <laughs> but that's always that's always been my preference, anyways. Like yeah. I, I mean, I used to go to the bars, but it just it just doesn't doesn't do it for me. 
Yeah. I think I'm going to start taking my laptop and stuff out to the living room and just sitting on the couch with a microphone in between my legs and just sitting on the couch to play with you guys. Cause it's like, not that I like, don't like playing Halo on this tiny little monitor over here, but my big TV's on the living room and I want to see Halo and some 60 inch. Yeah. HD goodness. goodness. So Ed, Ed knows what's going on. Yes. Oh. But that's kind of it in terms of Xbox. I've been playing some Switch stuff, but we we talked about it a lot on on Pow Block. So if you haven't listened to Pow Block, you should download Pow Block and listen to that show. Yes, by us goons. Yes, it's awesome. So, uh, so Jesse, what's been in your arsenal? Yeah, I've, like for Xbox, um, Sea of Thieves, you know, I've been kind of trying to play that any chance that I get because I just absolutely love that game, and I wanna, I wanna make my uh, my pirate look uh, sweet. So <laughs> I've been trying to make make some money to buy buy uh, you know different co- cosmetics and stuff like that for the for the game, and I you know I've leveled up some of my stuff, and like in that game when you level up your uh, your different things or whatever, then it gives you these like specialty, uh, like pieces of things that you can, that you can get like, uh, compasses and, you know, the beer, the beer mugs and, you know, all the different kinds of stuff. You can kind of get those, you know, as you do stuff and, and upgrade your, your level, for each thing then it gives you things that you can unlock with you know you can buy once you reach certain levels mm-hmm. so so i've kind of been doing stuff like that and um i did my first raid this week so like you know there's this the the skull with the glowing skull in the sky that you kind of sail towards and then it brings you to the island that's overran with uh with the skeletons and then you've got to go through hordes and hordes and hordes of them. And then eventually one of them drops, uh, this medallion with like a glowing skull on it. Yeah. And then you got to bring that to a door and then you open up the door and then in there, there's like a whole, whole mess of like chests and stuff that you just can grab and, and, you know, quick run to your ship and then try to get out of there and hope that no one takes you out while you're, while you're trying to load everything up. Cause there's a lot of stuff in, in that room when the door opens up that you can grab. So like what, like when we started that mission, I had, I think 4,000 coins, like a little over 4,000 uh, gold coins for the, or the currency or whatever. Yeah. And then by the time all the stuff that we had on our ship got turned in, I had over eighteen thousand coins. <laughs> Good night. So so like almost in that that raid thing in that room alone, we had over over ten thousand coins worth of uh, treasures chest to turn in. So like <laughs> so the those are definitely the things you want to do if you want to buy buy stuff like get money to buy stuff real quick so wow so yeah. so yeah so like little did we know like when it, we were it was still new to us so, like all of us in those videos that we 
that we made, you know, of us playing Sea of Thieves that that so that area that we were in in the end the final episode or the end of of our uh, Sea of Thieves gameplay stuff that that was if we would have just kept on trying to take out all those uh, those uh skeletons eventually yeah. eventually we would have gotten that key thing to open that door and been able to get a whole bunch of of uh treasure so but we didn't really know exactly what we were what we were you know facing during that time so but now you know now we know <laughs> we can hopefully hopefully do that at, at some time you know all of us do do one of those big those big uh raid things like that so in the future but um i, I did play some burnout paradise to i just a little bit i didn't really play it a whole lot i actually almost forgot that i played it <laughs> but uh yeah i played that and then i did play some uh seasons after fall a little bit i've kind of wanted to like i know it's an older game but i've kind of wanted to just like record me playing it and just put it on my because i've just been for the, for fun, just putting stuff on my on a YouTube my YouTube page, my personal YouTube page, and just to add stuff to it because I don't I like I have it and I don't really use my YouTube page other than just literally to log in to watch stuff. So I'm like, you know, I got a YouTube page and like Twitch makes it super easy to just you know like record something and literally just click to upload it to your youtube page like it, it literally you click two buttons and and it's on youtube you know like what you just recorded through twitch is on youtube mm -hmm. they they make it so easy to just do that you know and it all can be done like from your xbox so it's just so easy so i just started doing that just for fun like i i don't really know that it's going anywhere but just you know just because i could i guess but um i also i ended up getting far cry 5 and i haven't played it as much as most people have at this point like that's you know that's one of those games right now that in the communities that like everyone's talking about like constantly and stuff like that i i played a good chunk of it like i beat like kind of the first beginning part of where you're like this little smaller island place that you've got to do a couple of missions on and then and then eventually the world opens up and you kind of learn about like where all the sections and who's running each section and you know like what you got to do and sorry and stuff like that so like i but i'm enjoying that game it's like it's a lot like uh just cause 3 i I compare it to that a lot because, like, literally you get, you know, you get the wing suit, you get, I found out you do get a grappling hook thing that you can shoot and kind of pull yourself up to places just like yeah. in Just Cause. Um, you know, like, it's it's basically, it, it feels like a, like a um, more realistic looking version of Just Cause 3, so. I need to finish Just Cause 3. I got it on PlayStation 4. I just yeah. need to finish it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably barely scratched the surface of that game as much as I played it. 
but I, I'm one of those people that always ends up fooling around. Once I get far enough that I can mm-hmm. unlock the things that I want, that I don't progress any further after that because it's just like I'm having too much fun playing, play, you know, just screwing around and having fun with it. So that's kind of how like I am in, in the Far Cry games. Like with Far Cry Three, all I was all I had trying to do was do the outposts with all yeah. the stuff that I got. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. Far Cry, Far Cry Five is just like it, some of the stuff they do in it is just like. It's a you know like a lot like uh like Grand Theft Auto kind of does where they have mm-hmm. that that humor, but at the same time like like the story part of it feels a lot like a Grand like Grand the newest Grand Theft Auto so like where it's just you know kind of these weird crazy people you know and it's you know I'm I'm liking it I like I haven't gotten too deep into the story yet. But, um, but I definitely do like the, like the whole, like, direction that they're going with it and stuff like that. It's pretty entertaining, so. And then, um, yeah, and then, like, I've, you know, I did play some Division 2 last weekend. Um, Division is still good. (laughs) And I can't wait to play that with you guys, so. Looking forward to that. Yeah, I I I got the gold edition because it was on sale for like twenty six bucks. And I was yeah. like, because like I I know I've said this a hundred times on the show at this point, but like I really liked what I played of the division. It's just like I was like forty hours into it, and whatever update had happened erased all my progress, and I was like, I don't feel like doing that again. Because, like, yeah. at the time, like, Destiny had some big updates coming out, and I was like, I'm probably moved to that. And then I decided to try Dark Souls 3 at the point at that point, I think, because that was coming out. So, I mean, I'm excited to try to get back into the Division, because I, I liked what I played. I just, I knew they had to fix some things, which is every games as a service. They put it out there to see what they need to fix, and then they usually fix it. So, I mean, like, in Ubisoft, out of everybody has been... Uh, you know, one of the better companies that has fixed their games as service as they need to. So, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I had that same thing. <laughs> I had that same thing happen with the original uh, Wild Arms game, where you know, like the my save got corrupted, and and I had put so many hours Ugh. into it, and I had the same the same thing happen, where it was just like. I had put way too much time into it to try to go back and start all over again that I just said, forget it. <laughs> like, I was just so fed up with it. But I do I do get, uh, I kind of, I think I might pull the trigger on doing it one of these days. But I do want to go back and, and actually, because I bought uh, Wild Arms the, as an AF or whatever it's called. Yeah. And um, I never did beat it. I never, you know, I played a little chunk of it, but I never did beat that that remake of it. And so I think I should, I have the strategy guide and everything. I should just go back and and, uh, play that and try to beat it and finish it. (laughs) So I can say I finally finished the first 
Wild Arms game, even if it is a remake. Right. <laughs> oh, man. I understand Wild the plot. Arms. I understand uh, uh, the the character's story, and I've seen the ending of the game. I am done. But Wild Arms is just <laughs> Wild Arms is Jake. Uh, I do not uh, love that I, game. I love it. You're the worst human that- being of all time. That and Beyond Beyond is just jank. It's garbage role playing games. Speaking of great games that Ed doesn't like, can't wait for that Shaq Fu. I know. <laughs> can't wait for I'm Shaq so Fu. Be getting on Switch though, because yeah, Ed, I'm gonna so make if free. if Shaq Fu is good, I'm making you dress up as Shaquille O'Neal on the show. <laughs> as he chokes his. <laughs> <laughs> and I was bummed. I was bummed that they they got rid of bad dudes. On <laughs> why did they get rid of it? Why did they take it down? I don't know. I don't know what the. I don't know what happened. What? They took it down. On, yeah, on they took, Yeah, it was supposed to come out like on the thirtieth, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, it, it was like just not on there at all anymore. Ooh. Hmm. So I don't know what happened with that. I was trying to look for some kind of story as to what happened, but. I couldn't find any news on it. Right, because they they said that it was like uh, it was coming soon, or yeah. it was releasing. Um, yeah. and then they had it. I guess they had it out because me, I know me and you was talking about it. Uh, because no, they, a, they it's, just it's, never brought it out, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, it was like completely not available at all on the store or anywhere. Well, they it, it's a different name. Yeah. I don't I don't know what I don't know what's going on with that like what yeah. what happened why why it got pulled I don't know if, because I I can't imagine that that it wasn't not done yet I mean you know like it it has to be something some kind of weird thing that happened because I'd imagine the game's been done for probably a month or or longer you know well, it is an arcade game, so I want, yeah. and I don't think it's anything that got to do with deal with the license, because I think, well, is it ACA? I think they're doing it. They was doing the port. I don't remember. No, I'll have to look it up. Honestly, honestly, I don't even really know a whole lot about it. I just, I just know that we like the Switch is kind of like lacking in those beat 'em up games like that, mm-hmm. and. And so I just was. That, that's really the only reason, honestly. I was looking forward to it is just Get to have Goku three, Sengoku three. <laughs> well, I love Ed so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, before we get into our Arsenal news, we're gonna take a break, and we will be right back. I had to run to the bathroom. <laughs> That's why. It's all that those fluids that you're drinking. I'm leaving this in. I don't care what people say. I'm leaving it in. Oh, why? <laughs> I don't know. Because it's funny. Oh, wow. Okay, I'll be back. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what the heck happened. Why they got rid of that game, but... Like I was saying, I honestly, I just, I just wanted a beat 'em up game, and it, yeah. it, it looked like it would scratch that itch. But yeah, yeah, I do, I do want to play the Wild 
go fire up the the PS2 and play some uh, Wild Arms. I do. I just loved that the the original story storyline. I didn't really get into the other ones, like two and three, and I don't know. They didn't do it for me, but I just, I just like that original one. Yeah, I just like to give Ed a hard time because he doesn't like it. Yeah, I've never really played it, but I just like to give him a hard time. Yeah, I, I loved I loved the original because I love how you start out as the each character and and then you've got to like basically do that character's like beginning story thing and then you all meet up together and then from then on the game goes you know the three of you work working together to uh, accomplish your goals and stuff. All right. Well, look who decided to show up. <laughs> <laughs> Stand by. And we are back. We are back. <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> Leaving that in, too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it's Linden here. Linden there. Yeah, he's over here. Yes. What do you want from me? <laughs> he's like, I'm trying to sleep. He's so he's so mad at me right now for waking oh. him up. <laughs> okay. And five, four, three, two, one. And we are back, everybody, here on Arsenal X, EGR Radio, Xbox Podcast. With your host Eddie V, Jesse Douglas, and Corey Derrick. I probably messed that up, but you know who we are. Uh, we're going to get into some Arsenal news. And speaking of Sea of Thieves, um, there's a new controversy that's on it. Oh, wow. Yes, Jesse has a new controller, everybody. Um, Finally. Uh, yes. Uh, um, there seems to be like a streamer hit the highest ranking. On Sea of Thieves, and a lot of fans are not happy. Um, it seems that the highest rank that you could get is Pirate Legend, and that uh, last week, uh, Prod 1G, uh, Prod 1G X, um, or Prodigy X, um, was have reached this, um, this um, Pirate Legend level, um, of this rank, but a lot of people are not happy with it, um. The Pirate Legend class is not meant to be reached easily, and this story is coming from Game Informer. Um, it is the core goal of the game's lateral progression system and gives players an objective beyond the ships and treasure gameplay loop. To hit it, players have to hit level 50 in all three of the game's factions, which is no small task. Inner Prodigy X, who has been playing Sea of Thieves a lot since release. A lot. One stream of his lasted 18 hours, which makes it no real surprise that Prodigy X has amassed quite a group of Sea of Thieves fans eager to see him become the first player in the world to hit Pirate Legend. As he progressed, and as it became really clear how much work was going to go into this, Prodigy X started accepting help from the community. Fans of his streams would give him gold, a resource that he could simply turn around to use for himself. While Prodigy X was doing other quests, people grouped together, completed quests, and had him join in right before they turned it in. It worked. 
After hitting level 50 in all of the factions and solving a mystery with the crew, Prodigy X became the first pirate legend in the world. As a result, a lot of fans of the game are accusing Prodigy X of reaching the status by cheating and having his audience do most of the work. Fans of the game on Reddit and Twitter have tried circulating on hashtag NotMyPirateLegend uh, to spread word about Prodigy X with comments on Reddit outlining their frustrations with how they perceive his skill at the game. He does almost nothing while playing, a comment reads. He stops every five seconds to look at his chat while his crew is running around doing everything for him. He can't aim, he is a noob with the sword, he has no idea where to go and what to do and just seems confused half of the time. You can totally tell that he got boosted most of the way. It has been assumed that Rare would, in some way or another, honor the first player to become Pirate Legend, which rubs a lot of fans the wrong way. If Rare makes a legit stride to him in the game, I will go out of my way to deface it in every lobby, uh, wrote another user in a now-deleted comment. For his part, Prodigy X just finds the whole controversy funny and doesn't understand why people are mad. This is nuts, he tweeted. I just wanted to see Pirate Legend. Um... A game from former text says, I imagine no small part of the frustration is finding out exactly what becoming Pirate Legend unlocked, and fans are focusing on Prodigy X as a focal point of those frustrations. That said, I doubt anyone at Rare expected this is how the first Pirate Legend was set, and I'm pretty surprised they didn't see it coming a mile away. So, Jesse, I'm going to start uh, with you first about this. What do you think? Did you think he cheated or this is fair gameplay? Because this is uh, allowed to be done in the game. Yeah, I mean, you know, part of me, you know, like if he, if he like gets something from Rare, you know, for for being the first one to do it and, and it's made into some kind of big, you know, deal, then yeah, I would I would feel pretty let down. And just feel like that would just kind of be a cheap, cheap way to do that. And, and, you know, and for them to do something like, like they said, I, I wouldn't feel, I don't feel like he's really earned it in a, you know, completely, you know, by himself. But at the same time, like, you know, playing, having, you know, played it quite a bit lately and jumped into, into games um like the way it's set up you do get put with other people and most of the time a lot of the time they are you know at the outpost or whatever and you're starting off fresh and and it's you know like anything that you've earned by that you know by the point the time you're done was something that you did yourself and you worked towards but I have had times where I join a crew that's like literally out in the ocean and they're on their way, you know, going somewhere and I've already got like a chest or two. Now, mind you, like I've never been in one where we had like a massive, massive amount of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and and I literally did nothing by the time we turned it in. Um. So... like I I can't really get mad because it is just the way that that game works like you you can be put into somewhere where 
you know, he uh, sure he may be gaming the system, you know, and taking advantage of it, but at the same time, I really can't call it cheating because I mean, if these people, you know, are willing to and want to, you know, put in the work and then help him out, I mean, you know, there's not really much he can do about it. And at the same time, he is still putting a lot of time into playing the game. And, you know, and he's still getting, you know, like people watching the stream and, and you know, he's getting the game out there. Which so, I mean... I- which I think that's probably why people feel, you know, definitely with the stream that he's he's created evidence on how he went about it. And yeah. that's why players are digging this fair, because it's just like from from point A to point B, you didn't do no work. Yeah. You and, and the fans helped them cheat, which is yeah. which is a bigger problem is that. You guys want to help him get to this level. So what you did, you decided to be like, well, you just jump in at this point with us and then you can reap the benefits of it without doing any work. Yeah. So I I think that's why a lot of people are upset is because and I don't, they're more upset with him than the fans because yeah. he he being a streamer should be able to provide and show his work being yeah. done in the game that he's actually playing it, you know um and i think that's why if he was a a big fan of this game he would be able to run with the crew from point a to point b not just jump at the end of point end of the close to the end of the quest and reap the benefits yeah yeah and like i said i i do feel like it is a is a cheap cheap way to you know to do that and I, I don't know if I necessarily call it cheating, but just you know, just kind of a, a lame, lame way to to even play the game, to be honest. Because like, you know, like that's the thing. Like with this game, like people like there's there's a lot of people complaining about the game for other reasons, and, mm-hmm. I, and I mean that's a whole other topic, but. I feel like a lot of the times like these these people are like if you're try if you go into this into this game like rushing it trying to get everything done and you're like going in there with a goal to try to do this and try to do that and like I feel like that kind of wrecks the game mm-hmm. like tr- trying to do stuff so quickly like you know him doing that like he can like if if you were to ask him honestly, I like, do you feel like you've accomplished anything? I don't know that he would honestly be able to say that he he would have that you know that feeling of accomplishment, yeah. knowing knowing that like you know probably upwards of sixty to to seventy percent of the work that was done, he really can't can't uh, say that he had much part of you know. So, you know, I don't know. It it just, it's, you know, like, that's the thing is you have people that just play it. Yes, the game can be played that way. Mm -hmm. But, but in my opinion, the way he went about doing it, like, just kind of wrecks the experience. Like, it's not, it's not really supposed to be about that. Like, for me, anyways, like, I just enjoy 
playing the game and you know and just being able to play with friends and just laugh and like when I go into playing it I don't really think about like what I'm gonna do just you know just enjoy it and I I don't know I just think what what he did is just kind of it's just in so many levels it's just not not cool and you know I guess congratulations you had someone else help you get to where you are so I don't know it (laughs) I still can't call it cheating though I don't think because it just it can be played that way well Corey Corey can I ask you um did you think Rare took notice of this and they might actually do something about it like they might not give him that that uh, award because the evidence is out there that he cheated or not cheated he played he worked the system I mean, in this kind of way here's the thing I don't really care about how these streamers and stuff get to the where they're supposed to be because like honestly it doesn't sound like he's really a big fan of this game I know he streams a lot of other games like regularly and I think he just wanted to see like because a lot of people are saying like the end game of this of Sea of Thieves is where like the real game kind of begins when you become a pirate legend and I think he just wanted to see what was at the end game cuz like you know a lot of the games like like Destiny and stuff like that that first mm. the like the beginning of the game is not the game you want to be playing it's the game after it's the game after the game you know where you get the special loot and the special items and stuff like that and I think he just wanted to see what that aspect of the game was like, and he played the game and worked the system and and did it so he could be the first one there. And, like, he just happened to be the first pirate legend, and it's not like he didn't do anything. Do anything. Like, he got, he got teams together to help him pursue this goal, and, like, you know, whether he, well, like... It, 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 it seems that he didn't get teams together it's just as his fan base wanted him to be on it so to help him get to pirate well then i mean i i i understand that but at the same time it's like well it's still like his fans want to see him reach that goal he's gonna Mm -hmm. he's gonna exploit that fact and and ask them to help him so he can get there faster so they can see the content they really want to see so like you know, if you have a big fan base, they're going to help you, you know, be successful. But I think, I think a lot of people wanted to see him. If yeah, if you run it with your team, do it from point A to point B. Just don't jump in, reap the reap the reward, and then jump out. Like keep going in and out, in yeah. this sense, because that's how it kind of sounds like you must be going in, winning the well, benefit. Well, he, he would be like, he would be like joining teams as they're finding the treasure and turning it in and then he would yeah. jump out and do the same thing where he had like three or four or five different you know teams where he could jump in and out of these missions to get there you know and that's but at the same time like that's how the game works and if you have that kind of fan base and that kind of effort to put into doing that part then like he's going to do that because he's a popular streamer. He wants to see the end game and that's, that's how he did it. And, you know, I don't think he should be penalized for doing something that is offered in the game. Now, if he was like downloading cheats off the internet or like, you know, using bots to aim and, and to find treasure through walls and whatever, then yeah, he should be penalized, but he's doing, 
something that you can do in the game. Like if we had enough friends, we could do that. We could jump in and out and, and other teams and get the benefits of the treasure chests that are coming in and out. You know, it's like, that's part of the game right now. And until rare fixes it, I don't think he really did anything wrong. It sucks for the people who have played more than him and have done it the quote unquote right way. But yeah, it's part of the game and he has the fan base that'll do the work for him basically. And he can just jump in and out to get to the end game. So, well, uh, and I think that's why I, I kind of asked you: <laughs> Did you think Rare would jump in and uh, say or do anything about it? No. Or Rare just gonna say or just be like, "Okay." And... Yeah, Rare, I don't think Rare really cares, to be honest with you. That that game's getting good press from him. Like, the game is getting press regardless on if it's good press or bad press from one streamer, mm-hmm. and the negativity is going towards the streamer, not the game. So, like, yeah. The game's being talked about regardless, so I just don't think Rare really cares as long as the game's being talked about. And I think then, and that actually might hurt the game if Rare doesn't do anything. Because a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people will, I mean, a lot of people will blame Rare and probably I don't know Mark so much as Mark. So I think a lot of people will blame blame Rare that they will allow a person, whether they're streaming the game or not, because anyone but can stream not the doing game anything wrong. and make the game. But see, but that's but that's the problem with it. That people are upset is that they they see in their sense that he's doing something wrong. That uh, you're not the playing. Just, you're, the internet sucks. Everybody's yeah, angry. Well, and, yeah, and and let's be honest. At this point, it doesn't matter what Rare does because they're they're already getting a lot of bad press for the game. Like like yeah. all, you go online and all you hear is negative, negative, negative about this game. So. Like at Which, this point, I don't, like I don't them, get it. Them like, doing something about it, what is that gonna? What's that gonna change? It's not gonna change. Well, it, it they feel like where should it reward players' behavior about this? How, this how is, is rare game, rewarding them though? Like he just reached I the rank. They, I, I think they're, they're they're supposed to give him the fr- a trophy or something. It's something I think if you're the first person to do it, where said that they will reward you in some way. Well, um, then if you I mean. Pirate. And people, and what people feel like is that because he didn't do everything for point A to point B, he was probably jumping in and out of gaze. They feel like he manipulated the system. No, he played the system. system. He he worked the system to his benefit. Now, because it's it's in the game and where created the game, they didn't. We're probably didn't expect the game to be played in that kind of manner. They're thinking that. You get your but you and your friends get together, or you and strangers get together, and you explore this world from point A to point B. They didn't they didn't plan of dropping in and dropping out because with some other online games of this of this magnitude, you would get punished for dropping out of a game. And, He's and not dropping, dropping out of the game. The the game isn't. It's not like you don't get punished in Destiny if you leave a PVE environment. Yeah, I you know, know, but it, or in Halo, like if you leave a game that your friends are playing in and it's a co-op thing, like you just leave the game. Like it's not, it's not like it's not like there's competitive multiplayer, ranked competitive multiplayer on here, and he just is dropping out right. and jumping in with friends w- into a competitive game that's almost over and reaping the benefits from it. He's just playing the game, and there's that everybody always tries to mid-max these types of games and he found a way mm-hmm. to mid-max the system and that's just how it happened and if people are mad then they should 
they they need to learn how to min max the system as well or like this is his job he has like this popular streamer it's his job to provide the content he's promising people and he his job is to find a way to get there the fastest way possible and this is the fastest way possible to show his fans the content he promised them then he's gonna do it and to me that's fine it's okay for me because like it's his job to show fans what the game is at the end game and the fastest way to get there is to do this then like i don't think he did anything wrong i'm fine with what he did it's fine for me personally but you know i'm not an angry teenager on the internet so what do Mm -hmm. i know well and and i you know and my my thing is again like you know I think it's, you know, stupid what he did just because, like, from a person playing the game aspect, like, he can't really have had too much fun doing it that way. Because, like, to me, that just doesn't sound like a fun way to play it. I don't even you know, think he but, care, I don't even think he cared about the fun. He just cared yeah. about it. It just seems that at the end of the story that he just cared about getting that rank. And he used that method instead of taking maybe two weeks or, you know, really showing off how he could play the game with other friends and getting that really getting more of that fun experience that Sea of Thieves offer. It just feels like that he cut the fun out and he, his yeah. own his purpose was to get that legend. And he used this method and people probably think, well, you didn't really use your gaming skills to get it. You just popped in and popped out. You yeah. know. And I and guess I like people... Corey said, I'm mm-hmm. you know, like I when it comes down to it, I don't care. Like like honestly if he wanted to wreck the experience for himself and and just do that, you know, whatever, I guess, because, like, I, you know, me personally, I just want to play it, have fun, yeah. and, I, and I honestly, I don't, like, when it all comes down to it, I don't care, yeah. you know, what, what other people want to say about the game, how they want to play it, you know, like, uh, I've just heard so much negative stuff about it, and I just don't understand, like... Yeah. Like, cause I'm, I'm playing it, you know, just like anyone else is. And I'm like having a lot of fun with it. And I just don't understand. Uh, well, I, I, I think, I think in the rare sense that if they don't do nothing, I think people who view this and, and think that if we're allows this, then they don't want to be a part of that community. So they'll stop playing that game and that can affect their player rating. Uh, of people pop playing the game and stuff. I mean, um, I mean, we we used to hop in and out of games in Destiny all the time. And Destiny mm-hmm. One specifically, where like there were strike specific weapons and raid specific weapons. You would jump into certain points of the raid to try to get that raid weapon and then jump out. Like people would do that all the time. They would be looking like we're gonna jump into this part because we're looking for Fatebringer and Vault of Glass, and we're only gonna do the. Uh, the Templar fight until, you know, we get Fatebringer. You know, we we've created three characters so we can try to get Fatebringer three times a week, and that's the only part of the raid we're doing. Or, you know, we're looking for someone who's at the final boss in Vault of Glass. We don't want to run through the whole thing. We just want to do the final boss so we can get Vex Mythoclass. We want to run mm-hmm. through uh, Crota, but we we're only going to run up to the to uh, uh, 
ear ute so we can get the fang of ear ute because that scout rifle is the new meta or you know we're going to run the specific strike so we can get this specific gun like people do this in games all the time this is not a sea of thieves specific quote-unquote problem people do it in mm-hmm. games all the time the division had this issue destiny 2 had this issue you know now sea of thieves is just experiencing the games as a service issue where like people are jumping in and out to get the highest rank to get the best things the quickest way possible and to me like i've been doing it for five six seven years now in games and it's like it's just not an issue for me <laughs> like it just like it, it, well, in in I think in Rare's case, I think they're mm-hmm. happy somebody reached Pirate Legend, and like they just want to keep providing new content for players who are playing the game regularly. Because you know that like as as much fun as we're having playing the game, it's it's a little light on the diversity of content, and they're just trying to provide yeah. more content for the game. I don't think they're I don't think this team of what 120 130 people are like worried about one streamer who streamed this game for a week, you know? I just really don't think they care. I think when you're when you're a professional streamer like that, people might view that you need to do these games in a professional manner. No. And doing Dude, something... Have you ever watched a Twitch stream? Nobody's professional on Twitch. Oh, oh. Sh- <laughs> they're, 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 look, if you're an esports player, don't stream at all. There's been cases, there's just been people doing stupid stuff. If you're a professional, don't stream. I, I'm, I'm sorry, just don't stream because there's too many racial slurs coming out their mouth. Um, they just keep doing being so toxic on, on during their stream and stuff. And it's just like, why? Why even do? Why even do it? Like, I can understand that if he didn't, if he didn't stream none of this. And he did it in that manner, and it was just a story. I personally definitely wouldn't care. I mean, I I don't care on what he did neither. But my thing is, if you're a professional, you do stuff the professional way. You don't do it in this kind of manner. If if you're a professional stream, you know you you you're making I guess money off of Twitch. I don't know how it goes, but if you got a big fan base and people are looking at your work. And you're, you claim to be a professional, you got to do stuff in a professional way. So you have to do that whole adventure with these crews of people. Th- that private legend, I don't think is going anywhere or anything, but you just got to do it in a better manner. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have streamed this at all. I, I probably would, what I would, if I was going to do it, I would have streamed like the last part to get to pirate legend. Let us do that whole venture, reach Pirate Legend, and thank all the people who helped them get there, and then go about the business. Well, the thing is, though, with uh, with uh, like streamers, people who uh, who do that, you know, for money, they mm-hmm. there's like you literally like you're playing games all the time, and there's no such thing as not streaming while you're playing because that's you're not making money otherwise. So like uh, so the so that's the thing though is like uh, he kind of had like yeah he may be doing it the way that he's doing it but at the same time he's still playing and and when he's playing if he wants to make money he's got to stream so so in other words like uh, there there's just was no getting around him not streaming it you know like because he's just 
spending so many hours playing it that if he wasn't streaming while he's doing it, well, he's not going to make any money and he's not going to, you know, make his followers happy. And he's, you know, it's, and, you know, and I, as much as it's, you know, we may not like what he did at the same time, you know, that his, his followers are still playing the game and playing it the right way. Like he's the only person in this story who isn't really playing it the right way, you know, but all those people that, that are, that are playing it the right way to help them, you know, achieve this goal, they still were doing it the, you know, the, the way that it's meant to be played. Like he's the only person jumping in and out. So, I mean, I guess it's technically, a fair yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It just, yeah. It like part of me, part of me wants to say it sucks, but at the same time, I just don't really care. <laughs> it might be a, it might be a moral thing, but yeah. we're gonna move on uh, from this. Um, so, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is now backwards compatible on Xbox One. If you guys got the disc, that's from 360. Just pop it in and it automatically download. Or if you bought it digitally, it'll recognize it and all um, do the download for it. Um, I didn't play this one. I think I played Modern Warfare 2. I think that was the one with the uh, airplane level. Yeah. Um, so, uh, in case of people who don't want to play the remaster version, this game is available. Um, I don't know if you guys have thoughts. It it does nothing for me. My only thought is, <laughs> like, and I don't know if you, I didn't get a chance to look at the notes, but if you, uh, if we're gonna be talking about the, the latest debacle with the Modern Warfare Two remastered. Um, I didn't hear nothing. I didn't. I haven't heard nothing new well, about. It's I still, can, it's I still a rumor at that. this point. But. Yeah, I can. I mean, it's so like the rumor is is that they're just gonna basically they're like they're gonna do the Modern Warfare Two remastered all by but itself. It, but it's it's literally only gonna be, uh, like they're saying it's only gonna be the campaign mode. That's it. There's not gonna be any multiplayer at all, which yeah. it, it would be stupid if they do that. <laughs> yeah, but they're they're also not releasing it like forty or sixty bucks. It's rumored to be like twenty five or thirty bucks. Yeah, for just the campaign, which is like whatever. I mean, again, I don't really care. I don't. I haven't cared about Call of Duty in a long well, time. For me, it's for me, it's just Modern Warfare one and two are like the only like those were my, my are still my favorite Call of Duty games. Like I I want to play like Modern Warfare two again. Like, yeah, World War Two has kind of got me back into playing the Call of Duty games because I actually play that quite a bit still too. But yeah, but, I yeah, just like I just wonder if like you know them releasing Modern Warfare Two. First of all, I think in a year mm-hmm. where they're releasing a Black Ops game, which is their best sub brand right now, you know, I, I think them releasing a remaster alongside a Black Ops game is just a bad unless it was like we're remastering black ops one you know that'd be cool to release that with this but like i would wait to send out a remaster of a game to on a on an off year where like hey maybe this game isn't gonna be as good as last year's you know which is why i think like 
they released Modern Warfare in a year when Infinite Warfare wasn't as good. But, you know, I don't know. I I just think that putting Modern Warfare out on a year where Black Ops is coming out is not a great decision. <laughs> but that's just yeah. me. I don't know. I'm sitting in a spare bedroom in an yeah. apartment, not at Activision in an office, so... Well, and I and honestly, I think what they what would probably be a better, and maybe this is why they're gonna do do that. Mm-hmm. You know, if it is true that they're only gonna have just the the uh, story, you know, the story mode or whatever, and not multiplayer. And and I'm kind of surprised that they haven't just did this in the first place. But like, they what they should do is just do like basically like a um like the master chief collection or whatever where you know like you could have like one game like one modern warfare online game where you can it switches out through all the you know all the different maps from all three games and basically have you know all of it kind of mashed into one one online experience you know and yeah. then that would be a way to just not have to worry about doing I, all that. I, yeah, I, I think the problem with that is that because they charge for the uh, maps on uh, the Modern Warfare Remaster with Infinity came out, I think Activision is going to still be a little bit greedy and still charge for the DLC for those maps. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously they. I mean, they still could. It would just be, you know, it's like, not that it's not that they could. I think they will. That's the yeah. scary part about it. Yeah. I mean, but if you have a, a like all the main, you know, maps that everyone wanted, you know, wants to play on, and then mm-hmm. you you just have like the DLC be more of the you know the original maps from all three games, you know, like you could have like like for the season pass or whatever, like every couple of months they have uh, two new or like one or two new maps from each each call of duty you know each modern warfare game or something like that i mean i mean they would uh, that that would have to be its own separate game then in in a sense i don't know i well yeah that's what i'm saying it would just be just the multiplayer but it would just be all three modern warfare games all that's what i'm saying right that's why i said that would be its own separate game just like a multiplayer map yeah 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 because it'll probably be like what Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, multiplayer pack, and yeah. it'll just be all the all that. So, yeah. well, we're gonna move on uh, to this crazy, insane story. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan likeness lawsuit from Grand Theft Auto Five was dismissed in the Court of Appeals. Uh, Lindsay Is this Lohan still going has on? Been- <laughs> It, it just got dismissed. Jeez. Uh, Lindsay Lohan has been accusing Rockstar of taking her likeness and using it for Grand Theft Auto V for a number of years now, but it appears she might be at the end of a long legal journey with a dismissal. The suit was originally filed shortly after the game's 2013 release when the actress from Freaky Friday, Mean Girls, and a whole lot of more alleged that Rockstar had invaded her privacy by using her likeness without her permission. She filed a lawsuit against Take-Two and Rockstar over the character of Lacey Jones, which Lohan said was based on her in New York. 
Lohan's suit was dismissed by a panel of five judges who ruled that even if the character resembled Lohan, it was not used for a purpose of advertising to make people think Lohan was in or marketing the game. Lohan's lawyers appealed, which has also now been dismissed by the New York Court of Appeals, New York's highest court. The Court of Appeals acknowledged that video game depictions do constitute portraits under the state's publicity law. Those depictions don't appear in Grand Theft Auto V. We conclude a computer-generated image may constitute a portrait within the meaning of that law, wrote the court. We also conclude, however, that the subject images are not recognizable as plaintiff, and that the amended complaint, which contains four causes four causes of action for violation of privacy uh, pursuant to civil rights law 50 and 51 was properly dismissed. This most, this most likely puts an end to the legal battle between Lohan and Rockstar with few avenues left to pursue her case. Um, this And this comes from where the sources Gamma Sutra and the story came from uh, Game Pro also, or Game Informer, I should say. Cool. So, I don't care I, about Lindsay Lohan, dude. No, I nobody. I don't even think Lindsay no, Lohan knows what she looks like anymore. I just, <laughs> just go away. Just <sighs> Mean Girls is great, but just go away. Just go away. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, five years that this lawsuit has been going on in a sense. And it's funny because I honestly didn't even know what was going on. <laughs> Yeah, she. It was a big story that she sued him for this character. Okay. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, I I think I did hear some kind of rumblings about it, but I just I don't know. When it comes to celebrity stuff and things like this, I like almost always tune out. I don't like. I just don't don't get into that that uh the drama and stuff like that of of Hollywood. I, I don't even know what she even sued them for. Uh, how much money she was trying to sue them for? Yeah, but I'm sure it was a lot. You know, <laughs> like usually that—that's the thing. You know, like I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't really know enough about the whole thing to. I don't know to comment, <laughs> but I just you know like I'm kind of like Corey though. I just. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're going to get into our last story. Um, Kansas passes anti swatting bill in wake of Andrew Finch shooting. Um, dangerous paint could lead to felony charge. And this is coming from Destructoid. Um, earlier this week, Kansas Senate approved the Andrew T. Finch anti swatting bill, which has since been sent to Governor Jeff Coyler for final approval. The new bill was drawn up after the tragic death of Andrew Finch in December 2017. Finch, 28, was shot dead by a police officer outside his home after a fraudulent call was made regarding the supposed hostage situation at his residence. 25-year-old Los Angeles resident Tyler Burris was later identified as the individual who made the call and was charged with involuntary manslaughter. 
Under the new law, anyone making a swatting call that results in death or severe injury will now face a level one felony charge, which, depending on the individual's criminal record, can carry a prison sentence from 10 to 41 years. I'm very happy that it's named after my son, said Andrew's mother, uh, Lisa Finch, of the new bill. If it prevents even one tragedy like this happening to another family, that would be amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for in situations like this. Uh, the, you know, the law coming down hard on people, and you know, trying to you know make it, make it so that you know people think twice about doing something stupid like this. Yeah, and since he had, since he had, I think they're still working on the case. I don't know when he's going to be sentenced or anything, or tried. Yeah, but uh. 10 years so anyone who's doing it is going to get 10 years so I think that's like art of, I think I don't know how it would do for juveniles uh, I think yeah. uh, they would serve their sentence in juvenile detention and I think once they hit 18 they get transferred to a real prison to finish the rest of it of there but 10 to 41 years they can serve yeah, and honestly, I think ten is too little. <laughs> like, if you, I'm being honest here. You know, I like there's certain things in this world that that I feel like when the justice system, you mm-hmm. know, deals with it, that people get off a little too easily. Like I, I don't but, know. Man. I, like, you got to think. And I... driving is one of the things that really bothers me too. Like, you got to how... think. You got to think though a decade of your life in prison. Yeah. Well, because you because you that's, did something. that's what it but that's what it, yeah, and that's what it needs to be. It needs to be a really really tough thing that you'd be mm-hmm. looking forward to having to do deal with if if you make that stupid decision. I mean, you know, like I understand kids, you know, kids can be pretty stupid and you know, like younger younger people like being one at some point myself and you know you do you do dumb things but like i think if i you know like looking back though like certain things if there was something that i had done that that i know that i could gotten a real lot of trouble for doing i either didn't do it or you know if if you had something like crazy like being in prison for 20 years or something for doing something stupid like that i definitely wouldn't have done it 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 definitely would have made me think twice about doing something like that and i think that's the thing is it's got to be something shocking it's got to be something you know that's really gonna you know break through to to someone for for it to make any difference you know so so yeah i i'm all for this you know I think it should be be something everywhere eventually. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a hundred percent with Jesse. I don't really have anything to add. I just think like something like this needs to be dealt with kind of harshly, and I I I agree with Jesse. I I really don't have anything to add. I'm just saying <laughs> words to contribute. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. That that is fine. Um. Yeah, so we're going to get into our Arsenal Exchange, our last section of the show. And I want to ask you guys, uh, will Game Pass make Microsoft 
titles a bona fide hit or do we consider a gay success through sales um it seems that sea of these was a hit with two million players on uh on on the system and we are trying to still figure out is it is part of that through sales or is part of that through game pass and um is this a new form of calling the game a hit because of a uh, digital service like Game Pass? Or do we still consider hits by actual selling digitally and physically, like having actual copies of the game that you purchase? Uh, I I really don't know how. Like, it, this topic aside, I really don't know anybody who plays Sea of Thieves through Game Pass how that game is going to make the money because of like I know they take your 9.99 right till and then whatever games you play they disperse a certain amount towards those publishers and those developers mm-hmm. and whatever but like I've played Sea of Thieves 3 times and I'm still on my free trial of Game Pass so like I've played their game for probably 6 or 7 hours and haven't spent a dime on the game and it's like I, I know some of these Game Pass games like Halo Wars 2, right, just got added to Game Pass about a month ago. Mm-hmm. They're banking on you, play, downloading that game with Game Pass, and then spending money on the expansions or whatever. Or you download Gears of War and you're spending money on the rec packs and or Halo doing the rec packs. Like, Sea of Thieves doesn't have any microtransactions in the game. <laughs> so, like, how are they going to monetize that game for people who just have Game Pass? Right. And like, yeah, 2 million players is is a great number for a new IP and a new games as a service. But if you're not monetizing the game in any way outside of like just straight up purchasing the game, which, which is good for like gamers, I think, you know, that's how we grew up buying games until last gen, pretty much where like we'd buy the game and that's the game we got. And we gave them our 60 bucks or 70 bucks or 80 bucks, depending on what generation it was and like, or, you know, $96 on Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, like, but we're in this time where like companies are already struggling to make their money back on games, which is why loot boxes exist, which is why cosmetic items exist, which is why, you know, Battlefront went through this whole thing of like, Hey, our game costs 60 bucks, but we have, we locked most of the game behind, you know, these paywalls or whatever, like, because Mm -hmm. we need to make our money back and, you know, whatever anybody's situation is, I know we have a negative notion on that situation, like 99% of the internet, but like, I, how do you, how do you give rare money now if you're only playing this game through game pass and like 2 million players would be great if they were monetizing the game elsewhere outside of game pass or outside the $60 retail copy, but we don't know how they're going to monetize the game yet. And maybe we'll revisit this, uh, topic when the first big, big expansion or update comes to see of thieves to see how they monetize that. But as of yeah. right now, like I'm in the, I'm just ending the first week of my two week trial. And like, I haven't given them a penny. <laughs> Literally haven't given them a penny. And that might be a problem. What are people who got rid of Game Pass got or got rid of Sea of Thieves because 
there's just not nothing there to do. And so they, if they got Game Pass just for Sea of Thieves and they get rid of Game Pass, what happens then? And like Sea of Thieves is the is like the right game to have cosmetic microtransactions. Like you want a cool pirate hat? Here, it's a dollar. You can you can buy the pirate hat. And I know like you can go buy gold and whatever or go not buy gold, but like go on treasure hunts to get gold and then buy that stuff that way. But like mm-hmm. the cosmetic stuff, you want your pirate to look cool. Like maybe it's the same hat, it's just a different color, right? You want you want that hat, but you want it in blue instead of black and gold, right? Buy the skin, buy the color swatch for that hat, or buy the like buy the cosmetic item of like I want all my headwear to like and you just buy the colors off the game pad, off the the store and be like okay, this is my microtransaction for hats, blue hats. And any hat I get, Mm -hmm. I can now turn blue because I bought this microtransaction. Like, there's none of that. And this is, like, the perfect game to do that in. Well, so this is my my thought of this and why I kind of, in the past, I've said on Facebook and stuff and, and, like, when people commented about, you know, how how much you know lacking of a content that that uh sea of thieves is and stuff like that like see like so what we've got right now is we've got the base game the you know the the foundation game of of the you know what sea of thieves you know is going to be Mm -hmm. and then i what i can see is them doing the same thing that they did with siege Every year there's going to be, you know, an expansion and you can pay the 40 bucks or whatever for for all the new stuff that's going to come out and the new, you know, like they'll like have new stuff that you can, you know, get through that that you know, the season pass or whatever you want to call it. And and so they could do this essentially this game like what we're playing right now is the base and they can keep on adding little by little to that and tweaking things kind of like they do on Siege. But they're not really ever having to make a new game. Like, it, it, it's already made. They, But from this point on, they can keep on having seasons, season passes. And then that's where they'd make their, their money from. Because in the overall... That forty dollars you're paying for that season pass for that year, mm-hmm. that's like you're just paying for that little bit of content that they're going to be adding to the game. The game is already finished, so I, I, it, they don't need like so they'll they'll end up over time making plenty mm-hmm. of money back. You know, I I think I think when it comes to having that content. And see of these because of the game itself taking too long. I don't know if a lot of people are going to wait for that new content to come because they, they mean, might they might do. I mean, they might do a, a update and be like, okay, this is all the DLC that's coming, but now it's not coming into September. Well, now for a lot of people, they may have already stopped playing Sea of Thieves. Yeah, but and, and, you, and you look at it, it got it off their system. Yeah, I'm but like you look at you look at Sea of Thieves like for me 
For me, Sea of Thieves is, and I know this is kind of like a big team versus a small team, but you look at, you look at No Man's Sky, for example, right? That game, yes, that game was kind of not what people expected it to be at launch, right? But yes. there was a dedicated community that stuck with it, and now look, look how totally different that game is, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I'm, I'm tempted to like when that game comes to Xbox, like I kind of want to get into it and see like what that game was about and what it's about now, as opposed to when it originally came out. Because like the base building stuff sounds cool, the the journeying around finding different animals and stuff looks cool, like that kind of stuff seems really cool. And like I'm kind of expecting Sea of Thieves to be the same way where like here's the base game. We are just now no pun intended, dipping our toe in the water of this game and like really feeling out what the mechanics are, feeling out like the map and everything. And over time, that dedicated fan base is going to be rewarded by, you know, free updates here and there, free events mm-hmm. here and there. And then, you know, next March uh, or next summer, we'll get a big expansion that's 30 or $40. And, like, we'll get new islands. We'll get new monsters. We'll get new ship upgrades to the point where, like, a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, this game's going to look totally different than it does now. And, yeah. But then, do you think that? Because th- th- I'm I'm focusing more on about Game Pass itself. Yeah, I know, I know with, you are with, with 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 Microsoft titles, and I can understand the content is coming and stuff. But the the, the problem I think a lot of people are facing with, I think Splatoon, and I keep using Splatoon as an example because I felt like every month they would they were constantly giving you new idols giving you new content and they were doing it for free you got the base game with your sixty dollars they showed you what the game was about but they consistently gave you content every month they gave you uh the splat fest almost every weekend they they continue to feed you a lot of content for a, a game that's still small before it became what it is with Sea of Thieves and even with Siege, is that you're not you're not going to get that same kind of treatment and content. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that same. You're not going to get something at least every month to make that game interesting that people will want to play. Yeah. Well, they. You know, I mean, they could. I, I mean, like, and, and 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 that's and that's why I use the splat. That's why I use Splatoon as an example. Is that people are seeing Splatoon as an example of that if you're going to give me a base game like this, people are going to view it as a, almost as an early access kind of game. And they're giving you the sixty dollars, but now to get actual enjoyment of the game, they gotta wait four to five months. Well, by that time, people have already moved on. And because they didn't give you nothing to keep the game that you wanted, they didn't keep you consistently coming back to that game. You did all the guns, you did all the maps, you did all the modes, you played with all these people, you reached the final level, and once you reach that, now you have to kind of kind of wait five months to get maybe something that's going to be worth maybe three or three to five hours of new content. Yeah. Um, and well, the, just, the thing is, is it's example. still it's still early with the game. I mean, <laughs> it really hasn't been out that long yet. Yeah. But right. like, I I could definitely see them doing stuff though. Like, cause see the 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 draw the draw in for games like Siege. Yeah. Is they have the uh, the um, 
there's like the Ubisoft club thing and then the in-game thing where you've got like different kinds of uh, uh, achievements that you want to try to get and then you can get more currency. Yeah. So like I could see them doing something like that with with Sea of Thieves as well where you've got like side mission types that like side things that you can do that will get you in-game currency as well. And like, like, but but those and, kind of and, things and, are and, only you know, happen during a certain time, and you've only got a certain time period to be able to do that. And you get a rare special, like in Siege. In mm-hmm. Siege, they have a like, like you can get this medallion for your for your character, or you can get this item, like specialty gun for this character. But you've got a limited time. If you don't finish that that achievement in that time that gun or that piece will no longer be available to be able to get because but, you missed out on it so well, i can I, see them doing stuff like that i mean it, it don't even have to be so much as a time thing i think they could probably drop like side quests on well, yeah. different islands and and be like this is a this is the side the side quest uh um shebang or something like that whatever they want to name it and or swashbuckling or something like that and so maybe every third saturday or every third friday you would get the side quest and you it's completely free for all uh see of these players and it's it's yours forever you know at least they drop some new kind of content to make people come back to it yeah. I think a lot of people would be like, I shouldn't have to wait. This game came in March. Now I don't have to. I don't want to wait till October or November to get this new content because by that time, I don't know how long the game is going to be on Game Pass. It might be on there forever. Microsoft might take it off. Don't know when. Um, that might affect the player base, and it probably would show that. If they don't get any new content soon, or rare don't definitely if rare don't say anything about it, that might affect Game Pass in itself. That if they're going to put games like this on its service, we would rather have it a little bit more complete with some more ideas that there's going to be more content supporting it, so that we'll be able to get to able to find a find a reason to have Game Pass. Yeah. I, I all I can say is I'm I'm not a fr- I'm not I'm not uh, worried about there not being content mm-hmm. coming out for it because I I mean this is a, like this game is like a perfect type of game that that you know you've seen it a million times where it starts off as a basic you know pretty you know not a lot going on game and then over time you know stuff is added to it it's it's, it's just you know like i i just at this point i've i've seen this before you know like i like look at even like i always go back to siege but like so many people hated siege when it came out like like no one like it didn't have many people playing it but then it was, over time it was, as they added to it like now yeah. like it's such a big game and like it was I think it was lacking in content, and when they, I think when they showed the, um, when they changed the original ideal of what Siege was supposed to be, and they seen it, and they seen this game, 
a lot of people felt burnt by Ubisoft because they're just like, we've done this stuff from you guys before. And so their original idea for the game, like people, I think Siege would have sold better if it had a, a traditional single player kind of, uh, somewhat like the division in a, in a sense, but level, level based, a four player co-op play. I think Siege would have sold better because of the idea that they were going on with that game. When they de- when they delayed it and sc- like scratch everything and re and redid it, when people seen it, they were just like, "We're not going to do none of this stuff in this game." And so when the game came out, and don't forget, it was the end of, uh, it was at a point of time people just didn't like Ubisoft. They was they were showing you these trailers and their merchandise when the game actually came out didn't f- reflect what those what the trailer was. So a lot of people were kind of upset with Ubisoft. And don't get me wrong, Siege came a long way. You know, Ubisoft pretty much, I would, I kind of would like to say, this is the Final Fantasy XIV um, uh, Reborn. You know how Square had to scratch the original Final Fantasy XIV and just uh, do a whole a brand new game. Kind of, this is how I see what they did with Siege with this new content that they added. Like yeah. they had a base, they had an idea, and then all this new content has changed the whole game, which got yeah. players into it. Yeah, and just like Sea of Thieves, you know, it had its core people like me who who loved what what I was playing and mm-hmm. yeah there was a lot of negativity getting thrown around and a lot of people you know talking about you know how they didn't like it and blah 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 and the same you know is going on with sea, with sea of thieves but I I do have faith that that eventually it's going to end up being to the point of where those people that said that they didn't like Sea of Thieves will eventually be coming back to it and playing it as as time progresses. But. And I think at E3 they're going to have a massive update. They're going to sh- Microsoft is going to show it. And I, if I was Microsoft, I wouldn't charge for this first update. I would say it's completely for free for people who have the game uh, during Game Pass, who own the game digitally, who get own the game physically. It's completely free to all Microsoft players and for PC players. Yeah. Well, I do think that they are going to add content to the game mm-hmm. without charging you for it, but it's not it's not going to be like major content. They would obviously leave the major content for like the the season oh, passes. If, if I was Microsoft, but, give the major give the major content to keep people playing on your system. Well, but they could they can give minor content that will still draw people back to the game. If you don't want to lose, it, if you don't want to lose players, and you're trying to you're trying to get win people back still to Microsoft, drop just for your just for this as a major content thing as a as a free one. Just release this one as free. It did charge for the other ones for a bigger content for that. I mean, this is. I think June would be a good surprise that it's out for everybody. This big major free content for everybody. That way that you could get people back on Game Pass who got rid of it. You could get people to buy the game 
or uh on PC and on Xbox One just to get people back into the game. Cause probably by by time by time Dark Souls hit, I, I'm I'm probably God of War like this month or Dark Souls in May. People might not even be playing Sea of Thieves. The the drop rate might just fall badly. Cause there's not new. That's not. There's nothing else to do for people who have picked up the game. Yeah, who got it on Game Pass. But but at the same time, though, do they wanna put a whole big massive thing of content out for it? Yeah. During when those games are coming out, who are gonna probably steal their their playership anyways? And if you do that, <laughs> if you know what, if you do that E3 in June, you would definitely get people. It's a summer game now. Nobody's because people will probably be moved on from the Nintendo games and Dark Souls and everything like that. June is the big time at E3 to announce your big stuff. So why not announce your big content? Give it to everyone for free and do that as a big announcement. That's more of a win on Microsoft and Rare's part than it will be for anybody else. Yeah, I guess if they if they release it, yeah, after Dark Souls and all that come out, but. yeah, because uh, that's why I said by May, if the, if they because if they don't do nothing, people are gonna get rid of Game Pass. Then uh, probably the stuff that's on Game Pass, people already own or have already played, or it might be on another on their PlayStation Four or whatever. You know, I. If we don't see, if people don't see nothing, they're gonna give it up, and then it might show how many people really bought this game and they're still really waiting to play it. Because two million players, if you do two million players that go down to one hundred sixty thousand players, that's a big drop. <laughs> Sorry, Corey. <laughs> no, I'm just. I don't. I just. I. I think. I. I. I think that you know. Sea of Thieves is is a game that's going to have legs just for the simple fact that it's a games as a service game mm-hmm. and like people will drop off and come back drop off and come back depending on what content interests them and you know if the first content drop doesn't update them or doesn't interest them the second one will and then they can do the first and second content pack together and then yes. they'll drop off and find something else to play and then they'll come back like I think that's what Microsoft is banking on is like people to play and then drift off and come back. And like, that's the same thing that, that destiny did too, is like people came in to check out the content update, dropped dropped out to go play something else, come back when something cool comes in. And like, mm-hmm. you've seen that through the whole game's life cycle. Now, right now, destiny two is not really the example you should be using for that because people <laughs> haven't come back for content <laughs> updates, but like, you know, they just dropped a new content update this week or last week when this posts and like that content update is fixing a lot of issues that people had with the game. So maybe you'll start seeing people flock back to destiny because of this update, making it feel more like destiny one, six V six crucible, uh, faster players, faster time to kill like that kind of stuff. So I don't know, maybe Microsoft's just banking on that to be like, look, here's the base game. Enjoy the mechanics of the game, get used to it, whatever. Go play something else. Go play State of Decay when it comes out. But see if these will have a new content pack in July or August. And then another one in December. And then, you know, it'll just work that clock. You know, it'll be like every three to six months we'll have a big expansion like New Pirate Cove DLC. And then they'll introduce like their version of, of raids, which I think are what the fortresses are might might be at some point but 
You know, like I, I think they're just banking on that. So, which, which I don't mind. Like, the, if if I play Sea of Thieves and drop out to go play something else, at least I know I can come back to it and, and enjoy more content. Like, I'm not this. I'm not the type of guy that's like, oh man, this game didn't hit me in the first two weeks. I'm out. I'm never playing it again. Or else I wouldn't have ever played Destiny for 1,100 hours. <laughs> you know, because like I dropped off Destiny one like real hard after like. 20 hours i was like eh this game's not really for me and then they brought back an update and then the taken king came out and i was sucked in for like two years straight so only reason only way that i got was able to go back to destiny is play with Corey. that's the only reason everything else i was done with destiny after i finished that game what answer yeah so i mean whatever i i think you know the game pass thing i think they're banking on people lapsing on subscriptions and 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 you know microsoft probably i think microsoft runs their company a little bit differently and their Mm -hmm. developers a little bit differently than nintendo and sony do and the third parties do so like maybe the success of the sea of thieves is is not how many copies they sell but how many players they have at least engaged with the game and you know they'll find a way to monetize it later yeah okay so yeah i I was oh, just going to say, yeah, I, you know, and I, and I think like, you know, how destiny and stuff, they have, they have a lot of the microtransactions. And so I think, you know, and so they can put larger amounts of content out, mm-hmm. you know, like without really charging people for it. Yeah. You know, for, well, actually they do, they do, you do have to buy the big expansions for Destiny, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, Destiny 1, like, they had, like, a, a fall update and a spring update that were free, and then you yeah. paid for the big expansion in the in yeah. September, so, I mean, they, they do yeah. that kind of things, but, like, even then, like, you look at Destiny 1 where, like, microtransactions weren't even in the game until yeah. halfway through year two, so... I mean, you'll, we'll see. We'll see how they figure it out. I think they'll figure it out. Microsoft's. Yeah. I mean, they're they're smart. There, you know, they've they've yeah. turned one ship around. They can probably figure this one out. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's just it. I think you know, like maybe seeing small small uh, additions of con- like I think the, the they will add medium size amounts of of new content to Sea uh-huh. of Thieves for free. But like you know, like adding like a massive section to the the map, you know, more more ma- uh, more islands and stuff like that. Like I could see them making like oh, a big charge for massive. That. Yeah, for yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll charge, charge for, that. for that. But all the other stuff, like they can do, like they could do free stuff. Yeah. Like you know, make it basically where the season passes, like makes up for you know, ends up basically making up for all the st- the content that they've had to add yeah but you only do it yeah. you know paying for it one time a year but like i said like i've said before too i i definitely do see this game basically like like siege running and being uh constantly updated and tweaked and and added to for for more than just one year yeah it's probably you know it's gonna be around for quite a long time i think yeah 
we'll, we'll see in the future. But everybody, that's going to be it for Arsenal X. We want to hear you what you guys think about Game Pass. Would they make? Do they? Was Microsoft make their own titles bona fide hits, or do you think sale numbers is the only way to prove that they're hits? Want to hear what you guys think about the stories that we uh, talked over about uh, COTs and Prodigy X, Lizzy Lohan, uh, backwards compatible with Modern Warfare, and what do you guys think of the Kansas bill for the anti swatter want to hear all of that and also yeah tell us what you guys been playing what's been in your arsenal want to hear that too you can email us at arsenalxpodcast at gmail.com you can also uh, come to our facebook page at arsenalx um podcast and uh, check out our website check out some of our writings at nurse gone wrong radio or ngrradio.com um you can check me out on Twitter at that retrico and my podcast Optional Opinion on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and other uh, other podcast apps and tune in. Um, Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me on uh, Twitter at sub underscore humanist, and, and on Corey, Facebook you can find me at Jesse Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> and Corey, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me. Uh, hosting uh, Nintendo Power Block every Tuesday and Friday, and uh, other shows here on the NGR radio thing. And uh, check out Squad Goals, which uh, I love to say too. I'm <laughs> so look. I mean, this week, this week, I think Halo Four is finishing up, and we have some Fortnite stuff happening. And then our next big game that we're doing is Halo Three, which I'm excited to finish that next week. We I, are we gonna are we gonna do ODST after three? I think we should. I think uh, we should just go right into ODST. No, we're gonna hold off. We're gonna hold hold off to that. Cause I'm we gonna fight do you. The division. Oh, division probably. Huh? Right, we're going. We're jumping into the division at the Halo Three. Oh, okay. Dang it. So. Well, everybody, as always, we throw out the X one more time. Yes, because we're exiting out of here. Thank you guys for watching the Arsenal X and listening. Until next time, we are out. Bye, everybody. Bye. Ah. Doing the Naruto run.